Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dan Lust, sports attorney and podcaster, joins us to discuss all things legal in the world of sports. And there are plenty almost every week. And Dan, as always, thanks for taking the time. Let's lead off with Henry Ruggs III, the former Vegas Raider wide receiver. Although he is free right now, he is staring down a major jail sentence for that deadly DUI crash. We talked briefly about it last week, just really the day after it happened. Where do things currently stand right now with Ruggs and Vegas? Yeah, so I guess, to Jerry, as to the, the first question, with, with Vegas and Ruggs, not much, right? He, he's since been released. Certainly their players voicing their support for Ruggs, despite um, you know what happened, just uh, voicing their support for him as a, as a human being. Um, but that said, you know, Ruggs is uh, divorced from the NFL. There's going to be no NFL punishment uh, for years because he's going to have to wait out now the criminal and civil process. Uh, so, you know, there's no NFL punishment that's going to be weighed um, against a non-NFL uh, member, right, a player that is, is not with the team. No, sure. No, I, was, I was, just to be clear, I was referring to the town of Vegas, which is prosecuting oh. him. Oh, well, that's a less fun question. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, what, what we have, um, you know, on a, on, a, on a more serious note, we have five charges now since we last spoke, Jerry, two additional charges, or maybe even three. Uh, DWI with respect to, uh, you know, the victim that passed away, with, and then uh, with the respect to the, his girlfriend in the car, reckless driving with respect to both. So those are four charges, and the fifth one is now a, a firearms charge added because, uh, you know, uh, at least in the state of uh, Las Vegas, additional misdemeanor charge if you do have a, um, a, a firearm while under, uh, you know, under the influence in some way, shape, or form. So in their aggregate, that is a, a, at least, uh, by some reports, 50-plus years in prison if convicted on all charges. Um, his attorney is basically saying, listen, police are allowed to talk. They're not under oath, right? These are their version of events, but this is not necessarily what uh, the truth is. It might be somewhere in between. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the reason, only reason I mention that at the top, Jerry, people, people are asking me, you know, what, what the suspension is for rugs. The suspension is going to be much shorter than what a potential jail sentence could be. 50 years in jail, you, you gotta, you can, we can stop the, you know, whether he's going to return to the NFL uh, the next year. I, I think he's got to fight this battle, which is going to be maybe a year plus in criminal court and a civil battle, and only then can you really even talk about potential NFL punishment if you even get there. Well, I don't think he plays in the NFL again. I don't think he goes to jail for 50 years, but let's say he goes for three or four. Uh, I know Michael Vick came back. That's a rare case. I don't see Henry Ruggs playing another down in the NFL. That's my opinion, so we'll see. 
Um, yeah, I think, I, I think that's fair. I, I think that's the sentiment that's out there, 100%. How about Deshaun Watson? He remains with the Texans. There's no settlement. There's no non-disclosure agreements from the more than 20 accusers, uh, which apparently uh, he wanted, and the Dolphins wanted him, and that was all held up because, well, these 22 civil lawsuits are still out there. Yeah, so another one, right, Deshaun Watson, uh, and it's, it's kind of apropos as of today, right? Deshaun Watson had all the incentive in the world to get a trade done all the incentive in the world to, to have these, um, you know, to put out your, as they say, best and final offer to try to get this deal done with all 20-plus civil accusers. And uh, we had no movement, right? No, no trade. No one wanted to take on the risk. And it, by all indications, maybe there are some, uh, at least from, from what I'm hearing, some plaintiffs that want to settle, that are ready to settle. But all of these plaintiffs in the Deshaun Watson civil case are represented by the same attorney. And it by, you know, seems to be a package deal. Settle all 20-plus. Or settle none of them because Deshaun Watson doesn't want to seem like he's settling a couple if it's not going to get him out of the water with his legal trouble. So, yeah, I mean, now we kind of move to the next phase here. I don't, I don't see this case settling, uh, you know, at least until depositions, which is in February. It's supposed to be scheduled the week after the Super Bowl. But you had all the motivation to get a deal done right before the trade deadline didn't get done. Um, and just where, the way cases work and the way settlement works, cases will, you know, maybe settle right, right before depositions, right after depositions. Uh, and maybe then after that, they'll settle maybe uh, down the road with motion practice. Um, but, yeah, this is not a case. I, I don't anticipate this being settled the next, you know, four or five months until depositions are done. I honestly had never heard of Tony Busby before all this. Maybe he's prominent down there. I knew of Rusty Harden because of Roger Clemens. But, man, those two must be going back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think they were for a period of time. Uh, you know, at least in the in the public, they were right. going back and forth. Um but maybe with respect to settlement, I, I think it seems pretty clear, right? I, I, I don't. I think if Tony Busby, right? He's a, at the end of the day, Tony Busby is a civil lawyer. This case is about money. At the end of the day, people can say it's about principles or whatnot. But if you file a civil lawsuit, it's about collecting money. Um, so I think if Tony Busby wanted to, he would have settled these cases long ago. But it's it's very possible. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I, again, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But if one person, one civil accuser, one civil plaintiff in this case doesn't want to get a deal done. Tony Busby's not collecting his check, right? Because uh, I think Harden, I think rightfully, is making this an all-or-nothing deal. So maybe he's got one client, uh, Tony Busby, that maybe is not happy with him because he's maybe applying some pressure to, to strike a deal. But, uh, you know, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we'll get any movement on resolution in the next couple months. How about the everlasting St. Louis Rams trial? There was news today on this lawsuit between St. Louis and Rams owner Stan Kroenke. What is the latest this evening, and what if this does go to a jury? This is my favorite topic to talk about, Jerry, uh, <laughs> as you know. Um, it, it, there's, I guess, a, at a really high level, the city of St. Louis is suing the NFL, including uh, you know Rams owner Stan Kroenke, who moved the team from St. Louis to Los Angeles. Um, it's a big case. The, the allegation is basically, hey, you moved the team to Los Angeles. You made a ton of money, if not billions. You, you forced us to spend hundreds of millions. We want that all back, um, and we, we're alleging basically you committed fraud because you didn't follow the NFL's protocol for moving a team. So, you know, m maybe if you're in a neutral playing field, right, it's a, maybe a 50-50 proposition, but this case is going to be tried in the city of St. Louis uh, in front of a St. Louis jury, so home, home field advantage. The development that's occurred in the last, I want to say two weeks, we got a little bit more insight today, uh, and obviously, you know, I'm all over it. Um, I don't think everybody knows that right now, um, you know, we, we don't know, but in theory, the NFL could be splitting 
the judgment, if there's a billion-dollar judgment or a $5 billion judgment, they could be splitting this amongst various NFL owners. Now, Stan Kroenke, by, by all reports, and I, I've heard from some people that would be in the know, that there's an indemnification agreement uh, that Stan Kroenke signed. Indemnification is a very fancy term that essentially means, hey, um, I will cover all of the money stemming from this the type of agreement. It's kind of like a hold harmless agreement. So the deal is, uh, you know, at least uh, as is being reported, that the owners allowed Stan Kroenke to move the team from St. Louis to Los Angeles. They had to vote on it, this secret vote that people are talking about. But in the condition for moving the team, Stan Kroenke agreed that if St. Louis sues us or anybody sues us pertaining to this move, Stan Kroenke is going to cover all the costs um, and all any type of judgment or settlement that would come of it. Stan Kroenke is now trying to back out of, of this indemnification agreement, saying, well, it wasn't clear. It's not clear that I'm covering everything. And the kind of reporting that's coming out tonight, I guess, twofold. Uh, number one, if there is some type of disagreement as to the terms of this deal, the final arbiter that gets to decide who, which interpretation is right, Kroenke's agreement or the other 31 NFL owners, shockingly, Jerry, get ready for this. Commissioner Roger Goodell gets to be the final arbiter. So oh, jeez. Take a, take a wild guess on, on which side he would be on on that point. Um, if, uh, if you follow utilitarianism, he's going to go for the greatest good, you can imagine what, what um, you mean update, one you mean one versus 31 who's he going one to choose versus 31 right. yeah take, take a guess who, who Goodell's going to side with and then not coincidentally the the you know the bigger story tonight Dan Kroenke reportedly offered St. Louis 100 million dollars uh, seemingly of his own money because of this indemnification agreement to settle which St. Louis said no so I, I think they're holding out for maybe a number that starts with a b yes um but it looks like Kroenke's going to be footing this bill yeah, and it seems like his fellow NFL owners are underwhelmed by the offers he has made to settle this, and they they got to be fuming privately, Dan. Yeah, I, I would think so. You know, for, for this story to be coming out now, four years into this case, um, you know, that, that Stan is now trying to back out of the deal, I mean, that, that just, uh, just doesn't necessarily sit right. Um, you know, there are certain reasons you can be able to back out of a deal, but I, I don't know. None, none of them, at least as far as I'm aware, are met here. And, and the fact that, that it is leaking um, tells you that someone in the room wanted this to get out and wanted Stan to look bad, which in all likelihood is either an NFL owner or somebody uh, close to the NFL. Yeah, someone that stands an enemy with, no doubt. All right, this predicament with the Sarver family, they are the family that owns the NBA's Phoenix Suns. It began with the owner, Robert Sarver, accused of being a racist and misogynist and now it's evolved to the wife, Penny Sarver, making what sounds like threatening phone calls to former employees and accusers. I don't know what in the world she was thinking by doing this and putting it out there. Um, yeah, I mean, at, at a certain point, right, this is why you, you have lawyers that do the talking for you. I, uh, you know, the, the uh, at least, I mean, it's not even an allegation. Penny Sarver admitted that it was her, um, that she did send uh, messages via text and DM to former employees, and she said she reached out on her own regard. Um, you know, essentially the gist was if the tables are turned, you know, you'd, you'd be thinking differently. This is destroying my family and children. And I, I think rightfully, at least one former employee was saying, um, you know, quoted as he, saying to ESPN, this is kind of like a threat. I don't know how else to take this. So, you know, I, I, I guess lesson is for anyone that's associated with someone that has a high profile case, whatnot. You know, anything you say, Ken, will be used against you or against maybe uh, your husband and either in the court of law or in the court of public opinion. Not a good look, and it's not going to make the story dis- disappear by any means. If there was no truth to the allegations, you know, you'd think, you know, maybe uh, you know, you don't have, um, you know, Mrs. Sarver out there going on her high horse and, and trying to defend her husband um, so adamantly. So 
not not a smart look. This is why you do pay lawyers to you know fight that battle for you in the court of law and the court of public opinion. Uh, and you don't want to undermine a, a kind of unified front with the statements that the Suns did put out last week. And I, I think this just kind of muddies muddies the water and certainly doesn't paint the Sarvers in a good light. Is she facing any type of legal recourse for making these veiled threats at all? I don't think so. I mean, I, I read the the messages. I don't. I don't think they are certainly rise to the level of a, a tried and true threat. Um, but I, I could see how they would be taking in a taken in a threatening matter. I, I don't. I don't believe so. I haven't heard anything that she she'd be in trouble on that front. Um, but you know, I, I think she's now popped up on the NBA radars, so to speak. Right? The NBA is certainly going to conduct a, a thorough investigation when it comes to these allegations. Now, all of a sudden, you know, Mrs. Sarver is going to is going to come up to see what she knew. Um, certainly. Uh, I, I guess from a, you know, maybe an informational standpoint, this story by ESPN was done with 70 plus people that were in and around uh, the Phoenix Suns organization. Very few names were attached to this report. Um, but Penny Sharver reached out to three former employees, which if you read her messages, makes it seem like those three are associated with the report uh, in some way, shape or form, even though most names were not attached to it. But I think the NBA is going to have a lot of questions as to why she reached out to these three in particular um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly not going to curry favor, uh, you know, for those three. Maybe they're going to be more inclined to talk to the NBA and, and talk to reporters. Uh, so not a smart move. I don't, I don't think you gain anything from, from doing that in the sentence. And Dan, lastly, let's talk about this new proposed NCAA Constitution and where things stand with that. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the long and short, you know, Jerry, uh, you, you know my, my stance in the NCAA. I'm not really sure what benefit they provide anymore to, to college sports Certainly, the NCAA is not involved in college football, and they help negotiate basketball TV deals. Beyond that, they're not involved in NIL. Um, they're not involved really in, in uh, investigations anymore, at least with respect to NIL. So what the NCAA has done is the, I think they've gotten ahead of the movement that is saying to do away with the NCAA, and they're essentially saying, hey, we're going to basically divest ourselves of, of any and all power. We're going to give that to the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. We're going to let the schools come up with uh, you know, investigations for themselves. Um, and at the end of the day, we're essentially going to function like a parent company, right, like Meta uh, that's in charge of Facebook and Instagram and Oculus. Um, we're just going to be on top of this. We'll collect a certain amount of money. Um, <laughs> but we're going to punt everything to the schools and, and the conferences and divisions. So, yeah, it's, you can call it the NCAA's constitution, but it's essentially there, you know, putting up our hands and waving the white flag card. Um, I don't know other, what other way to put it, but the NCAA is, is – kind of agreeing that uh, they, they don't really have a role in the future of college sports. So they're, uh, you know, divesting themselves of all the powers they once held. Well, the only time I see them having a role is with the basketball tournament, which they select the teams. Uh, I mean, that's if that wants to, they want that to be their role, they can negotiate the March Madness contract. But um, it's a lucrative deal, but you don't – I mean, that sells itself. You don't need some massive entity to do that. True. Um, and if you're going to divest your power – uh, I don't know. So anybody can negotiate the March Madness deal, right? Any network is dying to pay for that. Television deals are, you know, increasing by zeros every, you know, I want to say every 10 years. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a move by the NCAA that people should read them with some suspicion. Why would the NCAA on a random day, they come up with this plan for two months, and the plan is we're divesting ourselves of all of our power. Good luck, everybody. Uh, and ta-ta. You know, so <laughs> you read into it as much as you need to, but... In the era of super conferences, the SEC is collecting powers. I think there was a lot of rumblings that they might kind of defect and be a competitor to the NCA. I think this is the NCA kind of throwing a bone out there and saying, you know what, nobody leave, everybody stay put under our roof, and uh, you know we'll, we'll back off. You guys can take charge.
All right, fair enough, Dan. Appreciate the time. Talk to you next week. My pleasure, Jerry. Anytime. All right, Dan Lust, attorney from New York City at Sports Law Lust, L-U-S-T on Twitter is where you can find him. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.